Welcome to the podcast for lesson six, which is the holistic approach, and this is module one. So what we're going to talk about and look at today is stress and how we look at it holistically um, and what stress can do um, and how it can be helped by holistic treatment. So if we start by looking at stress and the causes of stress, so from the time of perhaps my grandparents in the early 1900s, uh, to today, our lives have been transformed. We've become busy, very scurrying people that live in communities where we sometimes don't know who lives next door to us, what they do, what their names are, who they are. And we rush about. I don't think we always know quite what we're doing, where we're going, or what we should be doing. Um, but the the purpose of our lives and the society that we're in has very much changed and it's changed our reality and our beliefs. We are creating a time of chaos and crisis, but there's also a great opportunity there as well for some people. And some people have started to work against this and gone for a much simpler life where they've downsized, downscaled, moved to the country, become more self-sufficient, um, started growing their own food. So there is a, a general trend, I think, towards change that people have realised we've got to the point of no return and then we've started to um, work back from there. So you need a strong constitution to have good health today. Um, and we all know somebody that never seems to ail anything, never seems to have anything wrong with them. And he's really strong. They tend to be the people that keep fit and eat the right foods and avoid excess toxins and excess stresses in their lives. Um, we're all born with different strength, uh, which comes, the Chinese look at it through the kidney meridian and when a, a woman is pregnant, the in acupuncture and in Chinese medicine, the kidney meridian is stimulated and nourished because they see that this passes on what's called inherited chi to the child so obviously if if you have a strong pregnancy where you're healthy and you eat the right foods then you're passing on chi which is energy as an inherited chi to a child which allows them a good start in life it means they've got a good immune system they're born healthy a good weight and they're able to deal with things better we have acquired chi as well which is from the the air we breathe um the food we eat the lifestyle we live but we need to keep the inherited chi. The more inherited chi we've got, the better we are. Once you lose inherited chi, you can't replace it. So you have to have acquired chi. Now, acquired chi you can replenish, but it isn't as strong in fortitude um, as inherited chi. So obviously, you know, the, the better constitution we're born with, the better genetics, the better we can cope with things and the better immune system we have. So that helps us um, combat stress and things like that. Stress is uh, a force which makes us stand, sit, run, walk, laugh, cry, love. Um, it's one of those that what some people see as stressful other people don't 
and it's that it's working it's so that what the stress you're under or um, bothered by is at a good level for you it's that constructive and creative uh, link I have put a link on to Wikipedia because uh, there's an article about stress and the biology of stress which is quite interesting and I would recommend that you read um, and now we'll move on to looking at constructive and creative stress so as we've talked about it's a motivating force it gets you from where you are to where you need to be stress can be good and it can be very bad so you know destructive stress will um, mean that this accumulates up and it will eventually cause a problem within your system destructive stress you're unable to respond to or adapt appropriately to so you then become at risk of uh, stress related diseases um, and stressful conditions things that can lead you to uh, this destructive stress can be things like um, big changes in your life such as separation divorce marriage a new job even though it's positive can create destructive stress because of the the differences it brings it can be quite stressful till you either settle into your post or decide that it's not for you um, redundancy fear of redundancy we all live in a an age of um, you know cutbacks um, and we're in recession so there's obviously that fear of redundancy there's fear of retirement as well sometimes that life's going to change and you're not needed anymore in the workforce um, I know some people have a real problem adjusting to retirement but then after a few years they say oh I really enjoy it you know I don't know how I found the time to go to work um, birth and death within family as well can cause stress and so things like money worries um, the loss of a family member um, through death whether it be through illness or through uh, accident can be quite traumatic and can result in stress a lot of these things on their own are okay but when you get a build-up of these things they can then result in stressful conditions stress-related disease um, and you know you need time to change time to adjust after every sort of stressful time and if you don't it just mounts up and then eventually it all comes to get you in one go um, and can result in quite um, large health problems uh, quite uh, worrying health problems nobody can escape it and we do have to be aware of you know the build-up of stress in our systems and I think as therapists we have to be very aware of this because you sometimes especially when you're starting off on your therapy career you can end up taking people's problems on board and trying to sort them out yourselves or worrying for people when you need to sort of take a step back provide the support but not get involved 
and it's quite a difficult thing to do and it does come with practice and with time and we still you know even after all these years sometimes I catch myself getting involved with things that it's another person's stress and you worrying about it doesn't help them uh, and you getting involved in it doesn't always help them um, and you have to take a step back you have to learn to take a step back show empathy um, give advice but don't get overly involved because you can end up um, stressed by it I've included links in for websites for the Stress Management Society which is an excellent website and there is on there a stress test which you can use to assess your stress levels which is quite interesting it gives you all sorts of questions and then gives you a sort of um, a result and then it gives you some action points to do from there as well there's all sorts of little meditations and exercises to do and things on there it is a really good website and one to point people towards or even you know if you've got a computer in your treatment room and you've got somebody that's stressed get them to take the test and just see you know how stressed the computer thinks they are um, and then you can start and work on it and talk about it some people don't actually admit to their closest family and friends how they feel and how stressed they are and sometimes coming to you as a therapist allows them to unburden and allows them to say I'm not coping very well with things um, and it's quite a good thing just to be able to sit and to listen and just to let them unload at times um, and let them talk almost talk the problem through themselves I've, I've had a few clients who've sort of started to unburden and as they've talked they've talked the way into how they want to deal with the situation um, and we've sort of discussed it and I've supported them in their decision um, but it is you know stress is something that everybody encounters and in very different ways so so the BBC I've put you a link on there um, they've, they've also got articles about stress on their um, health bit of their website which is quite good um, the next thing we need to talk about is the fight or flight response which is the body's sort of way of dealing with um, danger fear, excitement um, it's a response to stress it's a sort of a red alert button being pressed and the body will go into this um, fight or flight it will either stand up and fight or you'll run away um, I've put you a little video on which is a fun little video about fight or flight uh, but you do have to be aware that the same mechanism in your body was the same mechanism which was in a caveman's body so over time the stresses have changed but your mechanism hasn't changed so being in a constant state of stress can be quite harmful to the body so we have to learn how to cut off to allow the adrenaline to leave our system to allow things to go back to normal and so that it can start again because living in a constant state of stress isn't good for our bodies and after a while the adrenaline you just pumped full of adrenaline all the time and your body has to produce more and more adrenaline so it, it's then having trouble uh, regulating things like blood sugar in your system 
because there's so much adrenaline in your system you're pumping sugar out to try and um, cope with it as well so it can be quite harmful to the system we've put a little sort of hypothetical situation in uh, to explain about stress and sort of being under constant stress all the time so you know you've got an angry bull you're you start having a picnic in a field and suddenly you've got an angry bull running towards you so your system you go on to panic mode you go on to alert you can then run faster and jump higher than you've ever thought possible so you get over the gate collapse the other side and think oh god i've got away with it you know that's it the ball's on the other side of the gate i'm okay so you're starting to calm down but then you're faced with yet another ball in this field as well so the same fight or flight will kick in again uh you ain't gonna fight the ball so you're gonna take flight and you run and you then you know collapse again on the other side of the hedge and you know you then start to calm down your heart's beating so fast the whole system pounding everything's moving and then you start and you slow down and your body comes back to its normal level if this is happening continually this heightened state becomes normal so you do have to learn to cope with that and to calm the system down you know there's lots of pressures about living in today's climate um you know it's pressure of work getting to work um you know increased inflation your mortgage payments are going up bills are going up you have disagreements with family with friends you've got an illness in the family you've got a death in the family you're looking after your children your children are leaving home so you're worried about them how are they going to pay for the university fees how are they going to survive at university you know this may put problems on your relationship so there's a fear of separation a fear of divorce you're then frightened are you going to be on your own and it goes on and 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 that's what happens we're in this constant state of fight or flight and we have to learn to break the cycle and this is all about you know holistic medicine holistic therapies look at treating the whole body it's not just the effects of stress um i had a client who had suffered a major life change um and i'd had quite a few things happen um with illness with a death with a birth in the family um and i started to cope with that quite well and then was made redundant from work which added a further stress on because she'd then got to start and think what do i do now because she did a very specialist job um and about six months after all this happened when she was more on an even keel and had sort of started retraining and found a way um she suddenly developed asthma which um although she'd had lots of colds and her immune system wasn't very good um there was no asthma in the family and the only way that it could be explained was that it was a result of the stress induced on a body the stress had found a weak point which was her lungs and it had affected 
her by um, resulting in stress-related asthma. There's also, if you look at that through the Chinese medicine route, the metal element is affected by the lungs and grief is something that is um, one of the characteristics of the metal element and the grief was sitting in the lungs uh, it hadn't been expelled properly um, a friend has the same which I find very good and she'll say feelings are not like wine they're not best bottled and to bottle your feelings up is to sort of keep them inside and not tell anybody um, the more you can talk about it the more you can release stress out of your system um, the better it is for your system because it's allowing you to reach that state of calm to reach that state of acknowledgement and acceptance um, continued exposure to stress can cause a lot of mental and physical symptoms so things like anxiety and depression um, constant indigestion because your body just will not calm down so you sort of your digestive systems constantly under threat uh, because what happens when the adrenaline kicks in everything goes into fight, fighting or, or or running away so blood and you know hormones etc are taken away from things like the digestive process so it doesn't work properly things like palpitations as well you very often get people that are stressed that suffer palpitations you get a lot of aches and pains and you are more likely to get injuries as well if your body's stressed you're holding stress you're holding yourself tight so you're going to injure yourself um, a lot easier than if your body's nice and supple and relaxed post-traumatic stress disorder is the classic one from the troops um, and if anybody witnesses an accident or a violent scene um, you know it can play back on them and it can have quite large effects on the mental stability um, lowered immune system as well the constant adrenaline thrown, running through your system does deplete your immune system and it can mean that you can pick infections up um, and you can pick uh, colds and coughs up and it's just all very debilitating and very tiring on the system things like um, psoriasis and eczema as well can come as a result of stress it's the way of body's way of boiling up of getting it out um, and they can be a result of things like if the digestive system isn't working properly through stress the toxins can't get out properly so they then start to find another way out and the biggest eliminatory organ is the skin so they'll find the way out through the skin so things like migraines tension headaches um, and drug dependency can result as a result of stress that you start to use alcohol nicotine uh, or drugs to create the sense of calm to give you a break um, you know, stress can affect every system of our body. You know, your body will, as I say, give you warnings. Um, and you need to act on the warnings. And you need to get your clients to be aware of when the warnings are coming. If they're picking up a lot of colds and coughs, if they're getting a lot of kidney infections. Um, you know, if they've got a skin complaint that keeps flaring up, then, you know, they need to be aware of the triggers and how to deal with the triggers as well.
Holistic medicine is one way of dealing with stress, dealing with the triggers, looking at them. Because in holistic medicine we look at the whole body and we look at the health and what's impacting on the health and it's a very individual thing, holistic medicine. Every treatment is unique in its own right. It is a result of your consultation, the what the client is portraying, what they want from the treatment and the oils they prefer on that day. You'll never use the same blend over and over again. Um, you know, you'll blend for the treatment on that day, the conditions, um, and it may be different every time. You know, and then you'll look at what you can do between the treatments to assist them at home. Um, we look at holistic medicine, it treats the whole body, whereas orthodox medicine will treat a single thing. So what you're doing is you're actually helping create a state of balance in the body, reducing the stress out of the body so that the body can be in balance. Aromatherapy um, helps bring together, it's the science of the essential oils, it's the blending of the oils, the blending of the chemical components which the, the brain needs, the body needs. Um, and as I've said, every treatment is different. Massage is the normal way to to use aromatherapy or the way that people view aromatherapy is aromatherapy massage. We are very sensitive, tactile creatures. We need human contact. Babies that are loved, cared for, cuddled and kissed grow and thrive much better than babies that have no contact. It's massage, you know, it, cavemen, um, probably massage they rubbed you know you know and rub things better if you bang yourself you rub it better if a child bangs the knee you rub it better it's all a form of massage um massage relaxes but it can also revitalize the body as well it depends what type of massage you use it's a sense of touch it's a sense of reassurance um and it just helps build this to more positive aspect about the body um, you know you can use it aromatherapy and massage at home for home treatment to enhance what you're doing as a therapist you know stress is a very much modern disease um, but we can treat it with very traditional techniques I've put you some links on to other sites as well the mind site which is very good uh, the NHS site um, which looks at conditions, stressful conditions, and how to understand stress. And I've also put you the Health and Safety Executive a link onto there for work-related stress and how it can affect workers and um, sort of signs to look for and things like that. So this concludes the podcast for Lesson 6, which is the holistic approach. Have fun, visit the links, um, read your notes as well. Um, and then answer the questions in the assessment book and we'll see you soon.